0: You're locked into the Dispirito Team Real Estate Show with host and top realtor Emilio Dispirito on News Radio 920 and 104.7 FM. We're talking with industry leaders about real estate trends, money-making tips, and advice on buying and selling the American dream. Now, here's Emilio
1: Dispirito. Hey, thanks for joining us today. I'm Emilio Desperado with the Desperado team over at Engel and Fulkers, and we're excited to be here with you every single week talking about our favorite subject and probably yours, and that's real estate. It seems like everywhere you go, people are chattering about the topic. The market's at an all-time high inventory is still at an all-time low but increasing and we'll talk about that more later on in the show but this is also your show about community and business advice because I work with so many small businesses either in my referral practice and even large businesses in my referral practice back and forth with people and also a lot of my clientele and listeners happen to be small business people. I think it's like 98 percent Uh, the the, the people here in Rhode Island work for or run a small business, which is absolutely intense. You know, it's a big number. So this uh, topic is near and dear to my heart. So I like to invite Peter George with public speaking uh, and presentation skills, and he's a coach and whatnot, on to this show with us time to time. I want you to check out Peter George PublicSpeaking.com speaking.com um, because you know what it's a game changer when you know how to communicate with people it really is so without further ado Peter welcome
2: back to the show thanks for having me always a pleasure it's a
1: pleasure it's a pleasure thank you on this end too I'm always learning something and uh, hopefully our audience gets some great stuff from this I actually I know that they do because I've received some great feedback that's why you're still here
2: so- <laughs> <laughs> I knew there had to be a reason So
1: um, Peter, you know, what we want to talk about today was connecting with your audience and your audience could be anywhere from one person to thousands or millions of people. Um, You know, so, so always love hearing your, your, uh, your take on, on your subjects, connecting with your audience.
2: Yeah. We often think of audience as being 25, 50, a hundred thousand people when it really, as you just said, can be one person across a desk. It can be 10 people in a conference room and you must connect with those people. And connecting with them is not showing up and throwing up and just giving them information and more information and the like. It's how do you have a conversation with them? You know, years ago, going back thousands of years, to just a few hundred years ago, it was oration. Someone would get up and speak for an hour, two hours, and go on and on and on. And then it became a speech, and then it became a presentation, then a talk, And now I believe they're conversations and a conversation is a two way street and an audience is more engaged when they're doing the talking. Mm -hmm. All right. So the big question there is, okay, if I'm, I'm doing a presentation, how is the audience doing the talking? Well, they can do it. They can be speaking with you, having a conversation with you without saying any words, Mm -hmm. they can be having the conversation in their heads. Mm -hmm. So how are you going to accomplish that? Well, one of the things is what I just did. Questions. When you ask someone a question, they will answer it, and if they can answer it out loud, they will. If they can't, they'll answer it in their heads.
1: Peter. So one of one of the things that I noticed that happens a lot, you know, on my show, I interview a lot of people, and let's face it, a lot, a, you know, some people that come on the show aren't. Video personalities or whatnot, and that's why I like it. I like it. It's 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 true. It's good content. Um, but sometimes when people will jump on the show or another shows, and I'll notice they'll just keep going, go, 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 go. Information, like you said, just just try to get all the information out. And 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 I can't get in there to ask them questions that I know our audience is thinking and wants to ask, and it actually ruins their segment for them. How? My question, I guess this long-winded thing that I'm going at, my question is, number one, how do you know what the audience, what type of questions the audience is going to ask? And then number two, how do you educate people, like, let's just say, like, that come on this show or other podcasts or that are making presentations, how do you educate them to know the and to really kind of let other people involved speak.
2: (laughs) Okay, the first one is understand who your audience is. What do they want and need to know? Mm -hmm. That'll generally start to get you in the area of knowing what questions they'll ask because they're going to want to know something or they need to know it. Like I said, it's always what they want and need to know. So you can develop your questions there. So when you ask them a question, Again, they answer in their head. You pause, you always pause because you can't ask someone a question in a regular conversation and then just keep talking over them answering it. It's the same thing when they're answering it in their head. You pause and you let them answer it. Now they're engaged. Now you're having a conversation, even if they can't answer. Before I answer the second question, I'll give you an example. If you you center on the audience, not focus on them, focus on your content, but you center on the audience, you'll connect with them. Okay, here's the example. You're going to take your wife out for a, just a spectacular night, beautiful July evening. You're going out for dinner downtown, up on the hill, wherever. You're going to go on one of the rooftops later on, have a couple of beverages, chat, enjoy the evening. Focus on putting that together, yes. But if you center it on the restaurant she likes, on the rooftop bar that she likes, better evening for her or one that you choose because you like it? Which one results in a nicer evening? Better better evening
1: for her, and you're gonna enjoy it, especially as a guy, I'm gonna enjoy myself in a hole in the wall place, so.
2: Right, so even though you're focusing on putting that evening together, you center it on your audience in this case her what she likes same idea to answer your second question have that conversation with your guest before you guys get on the air Uh and say i have some questions that i'm going to want to ask along the way please pause when you make a point and allow me to have a follow-up question Uh will they do it maybe maybe not depending on how nervous they are
1: yeah it's, it's not, it's, it, listen, it's not only like my guests. I and mean, I hear this on a radio show and all that all the time. So it's, it's and it's and it's not all the time. It's just once in a while, sometimes with newer guests, you know, they're not familiar with the format and, and how it goes. And I, that's good advice. Thank you.
2: You know, and, and everybody does it. Every guest does it at one time or not. I know I've done it when well, I've gotten off a segment with you or someone yeah. else and said, oh my God, I rambled from the time I started. Till the time I finished, what did we need the host for? Yeah, you know? <laughs> right. So can't can't be that way.
1: Yeah. So, um, so Peter, what are some other ways that you know somebody can connect with with their audience? Either whether it's it, it, it could be one person again, as we discussed, or it could be millions of people. It could be in 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 front of a Zoom call. It could be uh, broadcast there, or it could be in person in a in a theater. What what are some other tips they can share with us?
2: This one's simple. You know, we say in sales or communication, anything like that, that the greatest sound anybody will ever hear is their own name Mm
3: -hmm.
2: because they know it's about them at that point. Well, their own name. But if you have an audience of 30, you can't say every name. Use the word you. Using the word you makes me understand that it's about me. And think about how we say it in everyday conversations. I might say, hey, Thanks for the idea, Emilio. Mm -hmm. That's fine. I'm thanking you. But isn't it better if I say thank you for your idea? Little simple things make it register with us in a conversation. And when we're having a conversation with 30 people, use the word you, it resonates with them.
1: Perfect. What else you got? I know you always have uh, chapters of content
2: up your sleeve. Another one, words like or phrases like "write this down."
1: Oh, I like that. I love that. Whenever anybody says that, and I remember who the last person that said it. His name was Ron Quintero, and he's actually the one. The reason why I'm on radio, and uh, the late great Ron Quintero, and uh, God bless him. So he he uh, he used to say that, and his guy was one heck of a presenter. He'd be like, "Hey, listen, write this down." I need to start using that, write this down. I'm writing that down.
2: And make sure you pause after, after you say whatever you say to give them a chance to write it down as presenters. Sometimes (laughs) we know to use the phrase, write it down. Then we say what we're going to say. And then we keep on talking. I'm
1: going to use that in my listing appointments. Yeah. I I tell
2: my clients, I, somewhere along the line told you that if I, probably in the first time we ever got together. If I go out and get hit by a bus this afternoon and you take only one thing away from this, always remember this, which is, it's always about the audience, but that's another way to do it. Remember this. Mm. It's just like, write this down. It triggers things in people's brains that this is important.
1: Highlights it.
2: Highlights it. So Think of presentations as a conversation where you're the only one talking out loud, Yep. but you're not the only one talking.
1: Fantastic. Now, listen, you can actually hire Peter George uh, direct if you'd like, or you can check out all of his free content on social media. This guy is somebody that I strongly suggest to follow. He's helped my career immensely in ways he doesn't even know because I'm always following him around on his videos. He's got a podcast as well. He does a wonderful job. And uh, you check him out at petergeorgepublicspeaking.com. Go ahead and contact him there directly. Feel free to follow us on social media as well, Facebook.com backslash disparito team. You can see a video of this segment and share it with anybody you would like. Peter, appreciate having you here today. Thanks so much. You're welcome. Looking forward to hearing from you next time. Hey, stay tuned. We're going to be right back here on the Desperate Team Real Estate Show. We have Dolly Hertz calling us from Manhattan, and she's going to give us an update on the New York housing market. You know, with Engel and with over 950 shops around the world. We are now having advisors from all over the globe come on and tell us about their markets. So you're gonna be well-versed with all of the major markets around the world. Stay tuned right back here on the Dispirito Team Real Estate Show.
0: Now back to the Dispirito Team Real Estate Show on News Radio 920 and 104.7 FM. Also available as a podcast on iHeartRadio.
1: Hey, good morning. Thanks for joining us today. It's Emilio Desperado and I'm so glad to be here with you talking about real estate. My favorite subject, probably yours. And listen, like I said earlier on in the show, everybody seems to be jumping into real estate right now from one end or another. Either they want to get a job in real estate or they want to buy or sell real estate or they want to relocate. So, Part of the wonderful uh, thing I have about being a realtor and being associated and connected with Engel & Volkers is the fact that we have over 950 locations around the world and we have some of the top performing advisors everywhere. So uh, with that said, we're bringing on advisors from different markets to educate us on those different markets. Now keep in mind, the markets we're having here our feeder markets, which means these are people who are traveling in and out of our state with this relocation network. It's going to go ahead and give you a leg up on knowing what's happening in the market. So with that said, I'm really pleased to have with us, we have Dolly Hertz, and she's she coming in today from Engel & Volker's New York Real Estate, primarily focusing on the Manhattan luxury market and what a market that is. Dolly, with over a decade of experience and being such a prime name in the New York market, I appreciate you being here with us today.
3: Thank you, Emilio. It's great to be here. Thanks for asking.
1: You're very, very welcome. So Dali, I, I contacted you because I see all of the time on Facebook. You're posting market updates in New York. Now, New York is such a massive, important market for the Rhode Island market because a lot of secondary home buyers come in and purchase luxury real estate here in Rhode Island. So we know what's happening a lot here in Rhode Island, but we want to know what's driving that relocation and what is happening here and what's happening in Manhattan and New York. So we'll start with uh, the simple question of what does the real estate market look like today in New York compared to what it did last year?
3: Well, that, that's a very big question. So um, thanks, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. This has been a very tumultuous year for us in New York. Uh, as everyone knows, when the pandemic hit last March and everything was shut down, we were prohibited from working for four months, we were not permitted to go into apartment buildings or to show any properties whatsoever in New York City. Um, meanwhile, we were sitting on our hands and all the people that were running out of New York City to the suburbs were buying homes and all the brokers in the, in the out-of-town suburbs were having the best year ever and we were not allowed to do anything. Um, starting in June, I... We were allowed to start working and I started getting as early as June 20, 30 people to an open house for a rental. And the reason the rentals were so popular at that point was that all the people that fled New York City gave up their leases. There was tremendous vacancy in the rental market. And now all the prices went way down and people were scooping up the low rental prices locking in one and two year leases. So we started to get busy as early as June. The purchasing market was still on hold for a while, but starting in January, February and March, and up until right now, we've had the most sales that we've had in six years. Wow. Not just in one year, but in six years. Tremendous amount of pent up demand. And one of the reasons the demand is so strong right now in New York is that post pandemic, people are looking to upgrade their homes. If you're in a studio, you're moving to a one bed. If you're in a one bed, you're moving to a two bed so you can have a home office just in case. We need the space. People are upgrading to apartments with terraces or gardens or um, gyms in the building or just upgrading because for a long time, January, February, March, there were amazing deals to be had. I sold, um, I had a buyer come in That bought an apartment for three and a half million dollars on fifth avenue that had started out at a six and a half million dollar price so we were going out in february and getting amazing deals but right now the market has become so strong that prices have firmed up and actually there are bidding wars going on all over new york right now wow that said that said we We are losing because we're such a high tax state and taxes are about to go up even further. Oh, they're horrible. Under the Biden Biden plan. And we have Cuomo that's driving up the taxes again. Um, We are still having people flee into lower tax states, probably your state, notably Florida. Um, That's still going on, but I never count New York out. Everybody was counting us out last year. I've lived here my entire life. This city has never let me down permanently. We've had our ups and downs, but it always comes back.
1: We've had droves of people from New York come here. And I mean, purchase properties. Like I I was working with a client in Barrington and Portsmouth and another one in Narragansett and Middletown, um, um, you know, all over the place in Rhode Island on the water. And these these clients were getting outbid by cash New York buyers by two, 300,000 over asking on many properties. I mean, what's happening here? Is intense. But what I did notice, Dolly, I think it's interesting, is that that traffic actually has slowed down quite a bit. And properties on the higher end here in Rhode Island, which were moving um, because of the uh, New York buyers coming in, have really generally slowed down quite a bit. I mean, stuff is still selling, but that kind of uh, inflated pricing in that market in Rhode Island has definitely slowed up since, I would say, since the beginning of this year.
3: Right, also now many companies are calling their workers back for September. Oh yeah. And schools are reopening full full tilt in September.
1: Well, look at Facebook. Facebook, here's a telling tale, right? Facebook just purchased at least, I'm sorry, 2.3 million square feet, the largest lease in Manhattan over the past, I think, couple of years of commercial space. And thousands and thousands of high paying jobs are gonna pour into uh, the, the Manhattan market, which Dolly, that's gonna impact you tremendously. Right,
3: so the-, so the Common work
1: the areas. So the uh,
3: so what I was reading today in one of the trades this morning, the the, the one part of the city that really has not seen action post pandemic is the Midtown area. Mm-hmm. And the reason the Midtown area has not seen action is because those people that work in offices that wanna live close to their offices have not returned to work. But guess what? The Midtown area is really picking up in sales right now. People are planning ahead.
1: Mm-hmm. That's smart, that's good, awesome. Uh, Dolly, um, before we let you go, a couple, couple of quick things. I'm curious what your take is on and this is this is a pretty tough question. I didn't prepare you for this. you ready? So, yeah. uh, do you, how do you think inflation? How do you think inflation is going to impact our housing market with the cost of building, with the limited supply of stuff, with the cost of goods uh, with with everything just skyrocketing through the roof under so many poor economic and and and, and this isn't this is definitely not a political show, but there's so many things going on right now which are really impacting our country how do you think that's going to affect our real estate market real estate markets one of the pillars that supports this country takes us in and out of recessions how will inflation affect us specifically the New York market
3: it's not going to affect us in a good way that's for sure again I'm not a politician but I understand economic principles and Mm -hmm. economics is a question of supply and demand and I don't know what what the Biden administration is ultimately going to do. I think that the direction of higher taxes and foreseeable inflation is not going to help us in any act, in any area of business.
1: Inflation, inflation is a hidden tax, right? So when when so the the, the Biden administration, l- love them or hate them, right, is talking about increasing taxes exponentially. In addition, taking away programs like. 1031 exchange, which has been around since what the 20s, 21 I think, 1921. So, for folks that don't know what the 1031 exchange is, what it does is it allows blue collar people, people getting into real estate and wealthy people, all Americans alike, the opportunity to purchase investment properties and defer the tax payment. It's not a loophole trying to pass it. They can defer tax payment capital gains so that they can go purchase more properties. Now, these properties are the same ones that allow living, affordable housing, all sorts of stuff. So when you're now taking away the incentive for real estate to stay here in the United States and for people to invest in the United States real estate in wonderful big markets like New York City, Chicago, Boston, Providence, stuff like that, they're gonna pour their money outside of this country and look for tax safe havens. That's a horrible, horrible idea because every one sale generated on average brings in between 60 to $100,000 my estimations into the local market. It's insane to stop that. That's just one of many things that are proposed to happen. And again, uh, listen, I don't need to hear any pro or, 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 con- or people against or for Biden, this is not that. This is simple real estate talk, simple economics. When you mix high taxes with inflation, that's horrible for the American people horrible for economy. And any, I think, advisor across the world is going to agree with that.
3: Yes. Yes. I mean, we look, I can't change uh, policies. I can only respond to the market. That's my job.
1: You you know, and one of the things, too, I want to leave, you and I could talk forever, I'm sure, Dolly, but one of the things, too, that the public also may not realize about the National Association of Realtors is that we go on behalf of homeowners, on behalf of the American people and lobby in Washington and help stop disastrous policies from happening that impact our homeowners, that impact our investors, commercial, residential, the whole nine. It's such a powerful organization. And there's a lot of good that happens through National Association of Realtors. So I know this, this stuff near and dear to our hearts. We can go on and on and on for it. But listen, any questions that you have for Dolly, if you're looking to relocate to New York, if you're looking to do whatever it is, you can simply go ahead and Google Dolly Hertz, Engel and Volkers, New York, or you can go ahead and contact me direct. I'll put you in touch with her. 401-217-2333. It's my off-air number. 1-217-2333. The message will come directly to me. I'll connect you to Dolly or any other advisor across the globe here with England Walkers. Dolly, appreciate you being here with us today and looking
3: forward to hearing from you next time. Thank you, Milia. Thank you're you. Very,
1: you're very welcome. Listen, stay tuned. We're going to be right back here on the Despirito Team Real Estate streaming on iHeartRadio WHJJ and on News Radio 920-1047-FM. We'll be right back in a moment.
0: Now, back to the Despirito Team Real Estate Show on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. Also available as a podcast on iHeartRadio.
1: Hey, thanks for joining us today. I'm Emilio Despirito, and this is your show all about real estate the ins, the outs, relocating, staying local, buying investment properties, selling, whatever you're looking to do. We're going to go ahead and cover it at some point, I'm sure, in the show. And check out Facebook.com backslash Disperito Team for exclusive content of this show and several others. Thanks for being here and sharing this with your friends and family. So we've got a very special guest with us here today. We have Courtney Botello. She is the leader of the Botello Group over at Angle & Volkers. And uh, she's a fantastic person, fantastic real estate advisor. She's focusing on new construction and development to help combat the low-level inventory uh, here in Rhode Island for the housing market. So without further ado, Courtney, welcome to the show.
4: Thank you, Emilio, happy to be here.
1: You're very welcome, Courtney. Now, Courtney, you, I, I, I had to welcome you on because you posted a video for your development out in Charlestown, and, and the video had probably some of the most hits ever in Rhode Island real estate, some of the most engagements. It was unbelievable and you know, it was just such an engaging uh, impactful video and I I really enjoy watching uh, what you're doing and and, and how you're looking to bring inventory here in, in Rhode Island. So I wanted to focus in on this development specifically you have in Charleston. Okay, it's on Carolina Back Road. I want you to give our audience kind of an overview of this project of why it's a desirable place and and, and, and just let us know what you got going on there.
4: Of course, so we have a 24 unit residential development available in Charlestown, Rhode Island. Uh, This is one of those areas in South County that is super desirable for young families, middle families, and also elderly as well. Uh, One of the lowest taxes in Rhode Island compared to the first of Block Island. Um, So we're seeing a lot of multi-generational living develop in Rhode Island post-COVID. This Mm -hmm. is one of those places that this is a great opportunity. Um, Surprisingly enough, it is zoned for a 650 square foot attached accessory dwelling. Mm -hmm. You can use this for grandma, grandpa, mom or dad. Uh, You know, a young executive family could move in and, and put their parents in there or grandparents could stay in there as well. Um, a child going to college at the University of Rhode Island, which is only a stone's throw away from this development as well, could make use of that living area. Mm-hmm. So there's a whole lot of potential uh, for these units and every lot is about 20 to 22,000 square feet as it stands, um, we've got about 3000 square foot of building space so plenty of room to, to kind of get creative and, and welcome those multi generational living families
1: fantastic, and it abuts a protected wildlife area and 1,600 uh, uh, footage of 1,600 square feet of not 1,600 okay. linear feet of uh, of the, the river over there, right?
4: So you've got the Pocatuck River on one side abutting the property, and then the Patricia Sprague Nature Preserve on the back end. So you really have ultimate privacy in this development. You're also not on, you know, you're not in such the busy area. Um, So you're about a stone's throw away from the beach, about 10 minutes, I think, 13 minute drive total. So you have the beach right there, but you're not going to get stuck in the traffic if you'd like to head up north. Um, Pretty close to highway access as well, country clubs, universities, schools. Uh, So there's a lot to do, a lot to satisfy every person who would be living there. And it's, you know, every great aspect of living in South County all kind of wrapped up in one.
1: Absolutely. So, so, right now, this is available for developers, correct? We're, if you're looking, you're seeking out developers who are interested in taking and adding to their portfolio. No one knows more about this property than you do, obviously. I've seen the content you put out there um, you know, and, and I know you can walk them through it. So listen, if anybody is, is, is here listening to the show that has any interest in investing or, or developing any type of properties like this, Courtney Botello with the Botello group, uh, specializes in this and, and you can reach her on our off air number 401-217-2333, leave a message there. We'll connect you with Courtney 401 217 20 333. Now, Courtney, what if somebody listening to this says, look, that's the ideal place. All I want is one lot, one home with, with an accessory dwelling. You can help them as well too, correct?
4: Absolutely. So there are a couple different avenues we can take. Uh, there may come a time where we are looking for builders to sell individual lots to families because there are no homes on the market. We're seeing it with our buyers too. They're struggling to find exactly what they're looking for. And a lot of times new construction can fill that void. Um, There are also alternate lots being sold in Rhode Island that have incredible building potential. Some are cleared, so you don't even have to do any excavation work as well. So we can help with any kind of new development, linking our buyers up with developers that we know and trust. Uh, But if someone is looking to to get down to Charlestown, this is a, a great opportunity to do so.
1: Absolutely, Courtney. Good. So, uh, quick background about Courtney. So, Courtney has has been. uh, You you come with an economics background as well, right? You get a degree in economics.
4: I do. I do. That was uh, one of my choices in college. I didn't know if I was going to go the business and law route or the economics route, but somehow I ended up in real estate, (laughs) as we all do.
1: Yeah, that's fantastic. And I mean, you you really. You, you've you've done a fantastic job in your career. You've got an awesome network of people behind you, which has been really empowering for your clients uh, to get the homes that they want. I mean, you've you've helped people who have moved here from overseas. You've helped uh, first-time buyers. You've helped folks that you know were selling their forever home out in the middle of the woods. I mean, it's you cover such a large gamut. It's tough. It's tough to realize how much someone like you does on a daily basis and. I appreciate that about you. I wanted to invite you on the show. Curious, Courtney, I'm curious what your take is on the current market. I mean, is it still challenging for buyers? How is it for sellers? Do you think things are going to continue? What's, what's your thoughts and overview of the Rhode Island market?
4: The market is tough right now. We haven't seen one like it in quite some time. I wasn't in real estate the last time the market had taken such a big shift like this, but I see a lot of potential similarities. Um, I think that a lot of people are very worried that we're going to see a crash similar to 2008. I don't foresee that personally. Uh, I think things will eventually level out, but my buyers are, you know, they're having a tough time getting their heart set on a home, but we really do pull out all the stops in order to get them into these properties. There are a lot of tactics we can use in order to help our buyers win homes, uh, wow. but it's all what everybody's comfortable with. So, you know, we try to go above and beyond in order to get our buyers exactly where they'd like to be. And same goes for our sellers. We're seeing tens and tens and tens of thousand dollars over asking offers, which are making our sellers absolutely elated. We're seeing contingencies waves like you've never seen before. So their lives are getting a little bit easier while the buyer's lives continue to be a little bit more difficult.
5: Yeah. Um,
4: with summer and the change of weather, I've noticed a little bit of a slow.
1: Me too. Yeah, yeah me too. I've actually seen it. And in addition to that, Courtney, um, you know, our, our, I think our listeners are going to be happy to hear that inventory has increased roughly 47% since we hit the lowest amount of single family homes on the market, 47% here in Rhode Island. Um, and it's been increasing exponentially day by day by day. But the thing is, still still, as fast as homes come on, some of them are, are coming off. Um, I feel like
4: now we're seeing the good ones go quickly, but the the homes that need a little bit of work, buyers are kind of pulling back on a little bit. The first 80 degree day of the year was a Sunday, might as well have been football Sunday. It was so hot outside. I think everyone was ready to take their masks off, go back out into the world and enjoy the sun. Open houses, there was nobody at them. so definitely gotten a little bit slower, which is a a breath of fresh air for buyers, I'm sure.
1: Breath of fresh air for real estate agents too, as crazy as it sounds. I mean, (laughs) for the past year or so, we've literally been dealing with about 90 people at, at, at open houses between, you know, 200,000 to 500,000. It's been absolutely insane. And while, you know, we, we enjoy on the listing ends, being able to present our sellers with this information and with great offers and whatnot, it's truly challenging out there working with buyers. And, you know, we work with a lot of buyers. We work with buyers who are at all different stages in, in, in life and home ownership. And, you know, there's a lot of buyers that are struggling right now, especially with the lower end or the affordable type of housing, affordable type of programs like h and or Allen Housing. They're having a hard time uh, in many cases getting their offers accepted. But the good thing is, is that folks like Courtney Botello, uh, she understands the intricacies of putting the right offer together and making sure that your offer can also appeal to that specific seller. So you're going to want to make sure you're working with someone who knows what they're doing. Um, and, and Courtney is just one of those people. So Courtney, appreciate your expertise here on the show and uh, and coming on. And listen, again, if you guys want to connect with Courtney Botello, you can go ahead and contact us at 401-217-2333. Again, 401 401-217- 217 2333, and just uh, drop Courtney's name. We'll get you in contact with her. Courtney, thanks a lot. Appreciate you being here.
4: Welcome. Thank you so much for having me.
1: You're very welcome. Take care. Hey, listen, stay tuned. We're going to be right back here with RI Blogger's top five events happening here in Rhode Island. You're going to want to hear what she has in store. We'll be right back here on News Radio 920, 104, 7 FM, and streaming on iHeartRadio, WHJJ.
0: Now back to the Despirito Team Real Estate Show on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. Also available as a podcast on iHeartRadio.
1: Alrighty, oh, on? 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 Yeah, on? On? on the line with us, we have our favorite events website and events. Blogger, and that's jennifer jaber with riblogger.com i want you to check out that website by the way if you're new to rhode island if you're old to rhode island whatever it is because she has on the best directory of all the best places in events to go restaurant you know outings you got kids you got a date you got a wife you got whoever husband whatever take them out to these places check it out and you check it all out at riblogger.com jennifer welcome back to the show
5: Thanks for having me.
1: You're welcome. So every week Jennifer goes over the top five events here happening her top five hand-selected, mm-hmm. hand-picked events. What do we got?
5: We have some great family outdoor events coming up and a Father's Day event to speak of. So um, almost Father's Day, June 20th. So we're going to have an entire list of Father's Day things to do. So make sure you keep up on that. But Saturday, uh, June 19th is Bristol Family Fun Day at the Bristol Town Commons. 9 a.m. opens up with old-fashioned days um, celebration with fun and games followed by a vintage baseball game at 11.45 and then an evening block party starts at 6 p.m. with live music. It's a pre-4th of July celebration and there's a ton going on in Bristol leading up to the 4th of July. So um, definitely put that in your uh, social calendar. You can head to East Providence Yacht Club also uh, June 19th from 12 to five to catch three-legged dog and it's an outdoor concert for a cause. They're raising supplies and awareness for Riverside Sisters, um, which is an organization dedicated to supporting uh, sheltered women in need. So there'll be music, food, and fun. And guests are asked to bring um, items to donate, as you know, whatever you can. And the list is on the website too and on the events listing. So um, you can figure out what you'd want to bring. The Bristol 4th of July, 2021 concert series starts June 20th, which is not too far away. Um, And it goes all the way to July 3rd at Roger Williams University. It's 14 nights, 23 bands, endless fun. Um, It's free and open to the public and you can start setting up your blankets after 5 p.m. And they'll also be food vendors but you can bring in your own food as well. So um, a nice picnic night, date night, family night, outdoors, live music. Uh, Saturday, June 19th is Smith Castle Strawberry Festival in North Kingstown. Uh, that's 12 to four, $8 for adults, five and under are free. Um, and there's a $20 family cap. So, so, you know, you're not gonna spend more than that. Um, it includes pony rides, hand painted, hand painting, colonial games, puppeteers, live music. Um, you can walk the trails, check out the colonial gardens. There'll be vendors and fresh strawberries and root plants for sale. So if you're looking at plant strawberries, which I did this year, so fingers crossed, we'll see how that goes. Um, you can get that there as well. And last but not least, if I was a father, this would be my Father's Day dream day. Um, it's a Father's Day sunset beer tasting with General Crossing Brew House um, of Jamestown on the Coastal Queen. It's Sunday, June 20th, from 7:15 to 8:45 p.m. It's the first and only brewery in Jamestown, so you can join them and taste their specialty brews while cruising the East Passage in Narragansett Bay. Um, and along the way, you'll obviously go through Newport Bridge, Historic Forts, and you'll get to see everything. And it's $35 per person. It's a 90-minute cruise. So if you're looking for something to do for dad, that's a great, in my opinion, a great idea.
1: Awesome. And they can check it all out at riblogger.com, right?
5: Yeah,
1: Absolutely. Right, Good stuff. Jennifer, thank you so much. Appreciate you very much. And I hope you have a fantastic, wonderful rest of your weekend.
5: Thank you. Have a great week. You're welcome.
1: You too. Awesome. I'd like to thank Jennifer Jaber with riblogger.com. Jack, our producer, he's the man making sure that this show airs every week and sounds as good as it does. Thank you very much. I'd like to thank Mike Auger with Patriot Home Inspections who was stuck on a very tough home inspection today. He couldn't make it today with us. Courtney Botello with the Botello Group out of Engel & Volkers and Dolly Hertz out of Engel & Volkers New York Real Estate calling in from Manhattan giving us a fantastic overview of the Manhattan market. Listen, if you have any questions, if you wanna relocate globally, you have any questions about first time buying or selling luxury real estate, oceanfront, whatever it is, I've got someone in my shop that can help you out and assist you, 401-217-2333. That's our off-air number, 401-217-2333. Go ahead and call that, leave a message,
5: I'll get back to you very quickly. Thank you so much. God bless you. And we will see you next week.